Welcome to the Natural Running Network. My name is Richard Diaz, and what I hope to do is introduce you to some amazing athletes and luminaries from the sports science community, and what has come to be expected, I'll provide some highly opinionated rants on all aspects of endurance sports and my current favorite, obstacle course racing. But before I get started, I want to give a shout out to Mudgear, makers of the best training and racing gear in OCR. Mudgear was the first compression gear built tough enough to help you conquer obstacles. When you race this season, look on the podium. You'll see top pros wearing Mudgear. Built tougher for OCR and made in the USA. Nothing else compares on the course. Check it out at mudgear.com and use my promo code DHP for a 10% discount off your order. Now sit tight, grab a cup of coffee, and let's do this. Yeah, I know it's kind of surprising, but here I am again one week later. Did a show last week. I'm on a roll again. I missed three in a row, and I'm back on a roll. Guess what? I've got a couple of guys on with me today that old friends and both fellows I've worked with in the past and certainly one that I work with uh, intermittently. Let's use that as a term. And so let's bring on Hunter McIntyre and Benny Gifford. Um, sweet Benny. Howdy. What a legend. <laughs> right. Benny, it's been a long time since I've seen you, man. Yeah, I know. I keep um I keep meaning to make it out to your your secret hidden cave. <laughs> you know I'm trying been... to convince Benny to move to California. Yeah, well, he talked about it a couple times and he started talking about girlfriend shit, you know, and just you know. I'm hey, telling that that Colorado Springs girlfriend thing's over and uh I'm a free agent. Yeah, I know yeah. that. You know, and I got to say, I'm proud of you, man. You're, you're getting older. You're able to grow a mustache. You, you still got that little stash going? Oh, no. I said that thing. I, Dude, I, I want him to have it. I, I love it. I'm shaving today for TMX, so mid-shave, I might decide to just leave the mustache. But the chances of that happening are pretty slim because I, I look like... He wouldn't want to have it. Prefontaine. He looks no, like freaking like Zorro. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Ooh, <laughs> that in my head. I may do it because usually I think I look like a creepy Mexican terrorist. Yeah, well, those are kind of cool. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Chicks love creepy <laughs> Mexican terrorists. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Benny. You should see the amount of messages girls send me on my social media. They'd be like, hey, I want nothing to do with you. I just want, I want a way to get the sweet Benny. So, yeah, it's, it's been quite the summer. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All right, fellas. Now, you guys were working hard up there in Utah, up at altitude, trying to get ready for TMX. And um, let's start with Benny. I mean, obviously, you thought I was going to start with Hunter. Let's start with Benny. Benny, what's your thoughts on this? Where are you going to be on this? You talking about placement? Well, I mean, how do you feel about your uh, involvement in this race? Do you, I mean, what's your aspiration? What do you hope to have happen? Well, uh, in Miami, I was like, I'm going to come top five. But after this training cycle up here with Hunter, I feel pretty confident about uh, podium. Now, I, it's going to be kind of a crapshoot as to which one of those CrossFitters does really well. I think one of them will make it on the podium. I don't know if it's going to be Hepner. I don't know. It's, dude, it's, it's so up in the air because they're changing the format of the race. We have so many new competitors who have never stepped onto this course. But as for me, I've never been stronger. I've never been faster. I've hit PRs in, like, every lift every week for the past, like, four or five weeks. And uh, I'm feeling good, and that's all up here at elevation. So with that little altitude benefit, I think – 
I'm feeling pretty confident about podium. Not like it's going to be easy, but I feel like I put in the work for it. Cool. Very good. I'm proud of you, man. Since I do have you on the horn here, I have to tell you that picture that uh, was circulating and you got so much grief over, all my little minions that that? Are, with the, the overstriding and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, what the oh. hell? I taught you better dude, than that, brother. That, it was just a it, picture. It was for a picture. That wasn't actually a picture from our repeat. Like, it was just, oh, quick, run really fast and then stop really fast. So, I don't know, maybe I should have been focusing more on it, but it was just a picture. It's not really how it runs. Listen, there's a way to do it and there's ways not to do it. I've said that a million times. Yeah. You know, I love you, man. I will, I will say this. Uh, keeping up with Hunter um, has been a real test on making sure that my form doesn't fall apart because, you know, it's a huge benefit to train with somebody who's better than you, let alone, you know, the best in the sport. But uh, there's also the mental side of it where if you don't have a pretty tough mental game, you just getting your ass kicked routinely by the guy you're training with is not so great for your psyche. <laughs> um, so, um, it, it works for but, him. Uh, not, it works great for Hunter, but it's not like he's worried about me. So he doesn't. I don't think he gets like a performance boner every time he starts sweet Benny into the ground. But, well, um, you know what though, he. I gotta tell you, since we got him here and we're talking about him, he likes. I've, I've figured it out. He likes to invite guys over that he feels like he can squash, just to mm-hmm. get just to get his wood up. Yeah. Is that is that well, fairly true? That sounds a little bit perverse, but accurate. <laughs> it's accurate, right? So, Hunter, what do you think, man? Are you nervous about any of these TMX guys? I just think, I mean, it's contest. You know, the fittest person on the on the perfect day will do his job. So, you just, you never know, man. Like, you know, uh, when it came to Sacramento, I stumbled a little bit and had, like, a really close call with Isaiah. And then the, the following race, I beat him by two minutes. So, it's, I'm not trying to say that it's going to be so clear cut that it's going to be a guaranteed win, but based on the fitness that I have and the way the training camps come together, that's why I believe in Benny and I believe in myself. Um, you know, Tough Mudder's changed up a few things, but it should, should be just the same way that we race every single time. I, I think there's there's a handful of athletes you can put down any distance and any course, and they will represent themselves the same way across the board. So I plan to do the same thing that I've always done. And... Um, I think the same thing, when people are looking at these CrossFitters, I think everyone's like, wow, this guy's the fittest CrossFitter in the world. Well, I remember I, I raced against Herman Silva, who was a silver medalist uh, in the Olympic marathon and had, uh, had won New York marathon at 208 multiple times. And I smoked that guy. And I've smoked Olympians. I've smoked gold medalists. I've smoked CrossFitters. So... I'm not trying to say that nobody has the chance, but I think a lot of people get a very uh, skewed idea of what it's like to be an athlete and then it's like to be a professional athlete in the sport that you're competing in. It's not like Michael Jordan's going to show up and dunk the basketball in this contest and all of a sudden win the thing. All right, so uh, let's look past this. Okay, let, let, my final comment on, on the whole TMX thing. Hunter, I think you're going to smoke these guys. I honestly believe you will. Um, there's nothing that lent me to believe that you should be under any kind of a threat. Some guys, you know, I'm sure there's an opportunity for somebody to pop out of the woodwork and pull it off. Uh, you never know. I mean, some CrossFitters might be gaming up for it. These guys are obviously very strong when it comes to the functional lifts, that kind of thing, but they just can't run. I've not met anybody in, in the sport that can really run yet. 
And then putting it together is a problem, right? You got to be able to put it together. So you're a master at that kind of thing. This distance is right in your wheelhouse. And so I see you guys up there. I see Benny up there. However it shakes out beyond that, we'll, we'll have to see. But let's well, talk. I, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. How many 400-meter runners do you see show up to an 800-meter race and just tear it to pieces? They don't. Exactly. So I think that's the, that's the skill set that these CrossFitters have. They are incredibly fit, and I will never deny that. I've tried so many times to qualify in their sport, and I can't because there's just a couple factors I don't have. And I'll, I'll give them that. But I would peg all these guys as 400-meter runners. They're incredibly powerful. They're incredibly fast-twitch. They're skillful. They're fast. They're, you know, they've got all those things. But, you know, if you look at the dimensions of fitness in, in, in preparation for an event like this, endurance is a humongous thing. Yeah. And turnover is another thing that's, like, massive. And it just degrades over time. So, um, no insult to anybody looking forward to racing. I'm tired of trash talking. It's time for me to win. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, not to not to uh, kick a dead horse, but you know me and you've known me for years, and I've always been one to preach specificity. You know, there's things that you're just designed to do, and then when you start challenging that 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 whole metric, you get yourself into trouble. And I think that this has kind of been in your wheelhouse. Has always been your the the first day we met. I told you, why bother going for this long stuff when you can own the shorter stuff? And uh, I remember your comment was, oh, let's give it a shot for a, a year or so, and if it doesn't work out, we'll we'll focus on the, the shorter stuff. So, And then came along TMX uh, short course and good purses, and it was just like, you know, God was shining down on your ass, man. Isn't he such a sweet guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, let's talk beyond this a little bit. You and I had this discussion yesterday in respect to where – and what maybe you should be doing after this TMX thing's over with. And you talked about a couple events that you feel like you'd like to show up at and feel pretty confident in being able to perform well at. Can you just kind of share that real quick? Uh, you know, the, the key races are probably going to be North American Championships, um, Spartan Race North American Championships, if they let me qualify. Jody I is trying to bail on me and not let me race that race because it's a piece of crap. Um, and then Tough Mudder World Championships, Tougher Mudder World Championships, and then straight over to Europe. And um, I did make some big statements last year saying how I would like to do very well at OCR World Championships, and definitely my my day was not the day that I wanted. So uh, no excuses. Definitely was bested by guys who were in better shape and better prepared than I was. But this year, I think instead of just kind of slapping my schedule together and going to Tahoe last minute like I did last year. I'm just going to focus on what I really want to get done. So that's the goal. How about you, Benny? What are you going to do after this is all up? You're going to start uh, shooting back into the Spartan realm or what are you going to do? Benny's got his pole dancing career to focus on. He's getting real serious <laughs> into that. Some serious dough in there, Rich. We could do a little duo, you and I. We'd get rake in the money. Yeah. Um, you could be the MC, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> My yeah. My focus is, is uh, usually lines up pretty similar to what Hunter's got uh, because I, I'm really fond of the short courts, short course stuff and where the prize money is. And uh, so focus will be on 3K at North American. I may end up doing the 15K. I'm not entirely sure yet, uh, but I haven't done a Spartan in like two and a half years, mainly because they just don't, one, they don't look like fun, and two, the prize money uh, is kind of crap unless you show up to one of their NBC or, well, I guess, uh, 
championship series, which I'm not going to win those because I don't focus enough on the running. Um, so I'll probably be focused on the North American championships with a couple, I don't know, maybe like a conquer the gauntlet at a savage race because those two are just so much fun to keep me primed and ready for the world championships in the UK. Are you going to sign up for the age group championship? Oh, dude, 100%. No, that was a fluke last year. It was a fluke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you caught yourself when you started to say NBC. Do you know something yeah, I don't know? Yeah, NBC is gone, man. They've been gone for a while. Well, I know they have been covering, but I thought they had rights. Are they not exercising the right, or are they just completely out of it? I don't think so, man. I think they lost that deal. This is the thing. It's like Spartan Race came up on top and was like clearly the race to go to, most competitive, most cash. And I think what Spartan Race has done and a lot of these um, events continue to do is they try to minimize their cost and maximize their profit. And what they do is they all innovate, obstacle innovation goes out the window. They try to create the cheapest and easiest obstacles to design. So it's kind of like a secondary um, position to have the professional field. And I think, you know, NBC ratings were not as high as they should have been, and they probably got axed. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I'm really sorry to hear it, to be honest with you. I think that the sport really needs to get the type of media attention that NBC was providing. CBS and Tough Mudder's partnership is very big. And I think they had really big scores on the TMX um, series last year. So I think they're going to basically keep on pressing full court with that one. Well, regardless, across the board, I mean, the more media attention you can get, it's it's the awareness that people need. I mean, you could still walk around town and say OCR to somebody. They have no idea what you're talking about. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I never I when people ask, we get asked frequently like this lady today at the, um, the sport club we train at. Probably once every training session, somebody says, "What do you guys train for?" And and Hunter's given up. He just goes, "We're runners." He just he just leaves <laughs> it at that because if you don't do that, we have to go down this process of you heard a Spartan race? No, you heard Tough Mudder? No, you heard American Ninja Warrior? Ah, yeah, that. But with running in between, and it just gets kind of old. Right. I tell people I'm a spin instructor. A spin instructor, <laughs> a pole instructor. Yeah, right. That's Benny's job. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Well, while we're talking about. Uh... The watering down of these events, I guess, for lack of a better way of expressing it. You guys know that I kind of attached my wagon to this Bone Frog series on the East Coast. I'm going to be out there next week. You guys want to come? You're going to be out there, aren't you? You're going to be home already. No, next week, Hunter's going back. We have to drive across the country, pal. You driving? Some of us have... Some of us have jobs, Rich, you know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to drive to Virginia? No, 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 no. I'm flying to Virginia, and now I got to come back here and then drive from Utah back home. So, oh yeah, because you your know. truck's up there. How much? Yeah, what kind of cash you guys got on the line? Tell me the truth. I let me check my pocket. I might have some change no. in my pocket. That's the thing. Like, look, I'm not trying to put down any of these events, but when they invite you and they're like, "Hey, we'd love you to come out and race," you know. Imagine asking a professional marathon runner to come out and race a local turkey trot. What would they say? So, well, it depends yeah. on it depends on who was putting on the turkey trot. You know, it comes down to that. So, like sometimes you got to do a little leg up work. You know, you try to help these guys so they can get a leg up. And uh, you know, every now look, and then you got to look at the greater good, buddy. Charity is for when I'm charity from when I'm your age. I'm an athlete and I got to spend my days on races and, and, you know, training. 
Yeah, charity's not the word you want to use, man. You just call it uh, call it uh, a pro bono effort in order to encourage the betterment of the sport. See, I got you know. Listen, it's it's going to cost me to go across the country and and shoulder up with these guys simply because I love what they're doing. I mean, these guys serve their country, and now they're trying to make a living doing something that they know. And I, you know what? If I can get in there and help these guys out, I'm in. I'm, that's what I'm all about. So, I just thought to, you know, I guess I to be honest with you, I got my date screwed up. I, I realize you guys are racing this week, and this gig's next week. I thought you're going to be just down the road, but it's a week apart. So. You know, never mind. But anyway, for whatever it's worth. Wish you the best of luck. <laughs> you know, you're such a giver. You know, you you just the love just exudes from you like a like sap from a maple tree. You know. Look, I've been giving it. I've been. I've been I, I'm a very kind person in the way that I spend my time with as many people as I can, and I try to be as fun loving as possible. But um, don't you interfere with his nap time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My point is, is I look forward to drinking beer, maybe getting in a couple bar fights, you know, <laughs> the basic old hunters kind of stuff after this TMX thing. Cause I've been working out three times a day for the past, uh, you know, three months. I'm looking for a little R and R. Well, you know, if you guys go to some clubs and you get Benny to do a pole dance, I'm sure you could work out some kind of a fisticuff situation, you know? Sure. We could work something lucrative there. Yeah. No, we're gonna have a crazy, uh, crazy house party. We got a big old lake house for TMX, uh, and uh, at nighttime, it's just gonna freaking go down. It's gonna be like the celebration of the past two months of work, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think more people are excited about our party than TMX actually. <laughs> now I'm a little disappointed that I'm not gonna be there. Now that I hear about it. Well, what do you? This is what happens when you decide to, you know, spread your time all around with a random frog competition. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Don't be yeah. that way. Dude. You know, you know, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm just saying you could go support your friends at a local, at a world title, or you could go to a, a tad bowl <laughs> dance festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man oh man you know I, truth be told yeah yes, he was on the phone with me and he was like uh i don't know you guys are gonna have to step it up because this needs to rival or be better than the uh spartan world championships party yeah. oh dude, we had such a rager that is like the best party of all time arm wrestling everybody all the pros see what I heard that they had a party at Big Bear and like everybody was like sitting on the couch, like eating like Ritz crackers and like having low calorie beer and, you know, talking about their training runs. See, when I throw a party, it's arm wrestling, shotgun and beers, case races, <laughs> chicks with their shirts off. Everybody's going crazy, you know, and that's what we try to support. I think everybody's got to train hard and live hard. And, you know, I live I live by that. And Hunter's bringing a pole to put up in the in the lake house. So there might be some crazy. Yeah. We see Benny action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like the Larry Flint of OCR. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, what's up next for you? When do we get to see you in a race? Uh, well, okay. you know, honestly, I was hoping – you know, my job gets in the way. So this weekend, uh, I'm tied up with clients. I would have liked to have gone back up to Monterey. I'd like to support uh, young VJ and his efforts. He's got a race that he's going to be up there. And, I, I, you know, he's going to have his hands full. I've heard scuttlebutt that Hobie might show up in Monterey. Any any uh, 
truth to that do you know of? I don't think so. I mean, the dude's done competing. He just might have obligations of, you know, still some remaining sponsorship. Well, I just so, heard that he, I heard he was going to be there. It wasn't in the context of whether he was racing or not. I just heard he was going to be there. And just saying that he's going to be there is enough to strike fear into the hearts of most of those competitors. Well, you should tell your boy VJ to eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Looking a little skinny. I did a VO2 on him on Saturday. And he uh, to 74 or something. Yeah. Well, you were close. He's 73, five, but he, uh, he was a little put out because he did a leg workout the day before. And so he wasn't, he wasn't what I would consider hundred percent, but, uh, he was with me this morning. He was looking pretty strong. He's, he's doing okay. You know, he, but realize you know, he's the future. The dude. Too max of a toothpick, he'd have a similar one. <laughs> oh my God, Becky. So we we had we had a really good clinic this past weekend. Had a lot of folks out from various parts of the country, and that's behind me. And I'm going to go do this bone frog thing. And yes, I'm going to support those guys because I love what they're doing. And yes, I understand they don't have the big dog prize money for studs like you just yet. But um, hey, I'm not asking for them to pay for my lunch meal. I'm just saying I just saying you know what, make it interesting. Maybe um, put winner takes all for all the elite signups. That's how you get somebody to show up to a race. It's not like they're going to get go starving over it. And that's how you get people to show up. That's how I would tell them. Yeah. You get 150 people to show up who pay, uh, you know, $150 per signup. Right there, you're splitting a pretty good cash purse. Yeah. Well, there you go. So Just throwing it out there, it might be there next weekend if you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. You show up, and I'll put an extra two hundred dollars on the prize. Mm, wow. <laughs> that, can I, that will barely barely cover my beer ticket. That's why I stopped going to Spartan races. They don't pay me to go to Spartan races, and not saying that they have to, but let's say you go to a Spartan race. It's a set six eight hundred dollar ticket, hundred and fifty dollar hotel a night, rent a car, so that. Three nights hotel, four hundred fifty on top of so it's your thousand fifty. You drink two hundred dollars worth of beer while you're there. You're at twelve fifty, uh, and then you know, you buy a couple steaks. You're up to fifteen fifty. Yeah. Well, look, you don't have to sing that song to me. I show up at these events, and I'm not even racing, and it costs me to be there. So, I just look at it as a business investment. You know, you got to you got to be out there. You can't not be out. You're the one that's been telling me show up at these races, Richard. Show up at these. Why aren't you at this race, Richard? You've been giving me that I'm crap. Proud of you. I'm haunted I'm, by I'm the. Proud of you. I'm haunted by the fact that you wore me out about that for so long. Now I try to show up when I get a chance. But, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm looking forward to seeing what you put together out there. Yeah, it's good. So, you know, after that, we're going to Atlanta. Then we're going to Austin. And by the way, I'm going to Europe. I'm, I told you that, right? I'm going to go to Europe in October. My wife has scheduled a vacation for us. And I don't know. OCR World Championships? No, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to Vienna, and then I think I'm going to Prague. I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to a bunch of those European countries on a boat. Honestly, I'm pretty much a passenger in this trip. I, it's not going to have anything to do with I, Believe it or not, I had somebody reach out to me and said, Oh, Prague? That's only five hours from me. I'll drive up to, to uh, have a drink with you. And I'm like, whoa. What, who's going to take care of your pug? Her dad will come down and, and take care of him. All right, because if you want me to hold on to your pug for you. Yeah? 
You know what? You need I mean, like, you do, you need some puppy love, man. I think that would soften you up. You guys been up there hormone crazy. You sound like you guys need a need a rager for sure. But that, yeah, I don't know. I'm still very excited about holding that well, holding that puppy in your arms for 45 minutes will just soothe your soul, buddy. That's what I need. I'm telling you, deadlift heavy heavy weight and eat steak and run hard. I think I need a puppy. I do. You do need a puppy. You'd, the yeah. only problem is is that you'd leave it home too often and the thing would just go rogue on you. Yeah, that's why none of my girlfriends stay with me. They dump me. Yeah, yeah, because you go rogue on them. I know, I know. Well, look, fellas, uh, I know you guys got busy schedules and uh, you got to go back out there and, and uh, eat your Wheaties or whatever it is you're going to do. I wish you both the best of luck. Hunter, you know, I love you, man. I, I, I really believe that you, you're, you're going to take this thing. I have confidence in it. I don't have any thoughts other than knowing what's going to happen. Benny, I'm awfully proud of you. I, I know you've been working hard. And I know you got this lug standing next to you that's very difficult to beat. But if you get anywhere near him, you never know. I mean, he might retire and then it'll be you. Well, that, that's what freaking – I appreciate that. That's what happened with Hobie. I had ambitions since I came in, and I was like, I'm going to train hard enough and long enough to where I can beat Hobie. And then the mofo retires. So, Hunter, I swear to God, if you retire before I beat you, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> well, look at – Whether he gets out of the way, whether he gets out of the way or you take him out of the way, either way he's out of the way, and then you get a shot at something, right? Yeah, yeah, but that, that sounds like a real lame way to take the title. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Benny, you can have it. <laughs> well, we appreciate the phone call, man. All right, you guys, best of luck to you both, and uh, thanks for, for doing this with us. Yeah, bro. Good talking, man. See you guys. Well, friends, it's time to bring another show to a close. Be sure and tune in to us next week. We've got a lot of great content in store for you. I want you to tell your friends to check us out. You can always find us on Facebook. Simply go search the Natural Running Network. Drop us a message. I'd love to learn more about you and the things you do. And until then, you have an amazing day.